Today, we're going to be talking all about your inner voice, specifically what I like to call your inner voice trifecta. The thing about this inner voice inside of our head is sometimes it helps us. Sometimes it tells us things that serves us in a beautiful way. It tells us that we can do what it is we want. It helps us to get out of bed and to take action towards the goals that we want to achieve. But you know better than anyone else, right? And I do too, because I deal with the same problems. That inner voice could also take a turn. That inner voice could keep you from the greatness that you could be. That inner voice can stop you from taking action. It can tell you things such as, you don't need to take steps forward. Just slow down. You're already doing so much. You need to rest, rest, rest. And every day turns into a rest marathon. This inner voice can build us up or it can break us. And today specifically, I want to talk to you about two things. I want to talk to you about the structure and the format to harness this inner voice, to be aware of it, to be conscious of it, to allow it to guide us in the direction that can serve us versus the direction that can break us down. And then I want to show you how I personally fuel this inner voice with greatness. So let's talk about what this inner voice trifecta looks like in the first place. It's a trifecta because there's three points here that we're going to talk about and touch on each one. We're going to dive into each one. And the first one is your levels of energy. Your energy levels determine what this voice can sound like. If you're very low energy, you're not going to want to do much that day. If you're high energy, you're going to feel on top of the world. You're going to let problems brush right off of you. Obstacles, you're going to overcome them, right? When you're high energy, you're able to get a lot more done. There are not bad people. There are simply bad and unresourceful energy and emotional states. So the more we can be in a high energy state, the better. But it's not always going to be the case. But we're going to talk about how you can get yourself into a beautiful high energy state. Then we've got your nutrition. We've got the foods that you're putting into your body. But not even just what you're eating, but when you're eating these specific foods that you're putting into your body. We're going to talk about nutrition. We're going to talk about how to feed your body in a way that allows you to have more energy. We're going to talk about how to revitalize your body in a way that allows you to harness this inner voice and curate the content that this voice is speaking to you on a daily basis. And then we've got rest. And sometimes people only live here. They only live in the rest field. But other times you have the energy, you've got the nutrition, but you don't take the time for you. You don't rest. And rest is so important because rest doesn't just mean sleep. Sleep is very important. A quantity or quality of sleep is necessary to perform at the level that you want to perform at. However, there's other ways that you can rest and reflect and recoup and revitalize yourself. And we're going to talk about what those look like today. But as you can tell, if you're missing any of these three points on this very beautifully drawn triangle, then it's going to weigh the other points down. If you're missing one of these, it's going to not help you control this inner voice. If you're missing two, then your inner voice is probably going out of control. And if you're missing all three, then this inner voice is conquering your world when instead you should be harnessing and conquering the inner voice. I think it's really important to say here that 
your inner voice is not you. And I'm going to say this again. You are not the voice that you hear inside of your head. Sometimes it's, it can be deceiving because this voice can sound very similar to your voice. It might even be the exact same voice. But what you'll find is that voice isn't you. This inner voice is saying things that you would never say. It's observing things that you would never observe. It's placing judgments onto other people that you would never consciously place yourself. So as soon as you can say, I understand this inner voice isn't who I am, the sooner you'll have control to begin focusing on these three areas in the trifecta of the inner voice so that you can regain control of your life. So let's talk about the first point in the trifecta here. Let's talk about energy, how to generate energy, how to be full of energy, how to be energy rich. And really, when it comes to generating energy, it comes down to like an actual generator itself, movement. Movement is what allows you to generate energy. Moving your body, getting yourself into motion. Emotion is energy in motion. So the more you can be in movement, the more energy you're going to have. I can gather to say that the moments you felt invigorated, the moments you felt on top of the world, weren't the moments that you were sitting down. It wasn't the moments that you were bored. It wasn't the moments that you were lethargic. It was the moments that you were standing up, moving your body, going for a run in the middle of a workout, whatever it might be. And the real key here is to generate movement close or as soon as you rise for the day. The trick is as soon as you wake up, what can you do? to get your body moving, to generate the energy that your body has been lacking throughout your resting period for that night of sleep, right? What can you do in order to get yourself moving? Well, generating movement could be simply going outside and getting a jog in, running outside, even if it's walking, right? Just simply generating that movement as soon as you wake up is going to create a dramatic difference and a dramatic impact on your life. And specifically on the rest of your day. They say, and there's been studies done, that when you get moving, as soon as you wake up for the day, when you start to sweat specifically, your body and your brain is releasing these nootropics that are actually invigorating your body. It's giving your body the nutrients and the hormones and the energy that it needs in order to go throughout the rest of your day in a beautiful and a positive way. Think about it. Have you ever started your day with a workout? How did you feel the rest of the day? How did you feel directly following your workout? How quickly did you move from this tired state to this state of feeling good? As soon as you started the workout, probably a minute or two into the workout. And you've probably said that you felt better after the workout as you continue throughout your day. The key here to generating energy is intentional movement. It's carving out a time of your day to specifically take to move your body. This is one of the most important pieces. Now, the second wind here is a concept by someone named Robin Sharma, who is a giant leadership expert in the world. He's written books such as The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari, The 5 a.m. Club, The Everyday Hero Manifesto, which is the book I'm reading right now from him. He talks a lot about a second wind workout. And he says, if you value energy, if you value health so much, then why would you only work out once a day? 
Why would you not take time for you and your physical body a second time during the day? What's stopping you from going back outside and taking a walk in nature? What's stopping you from even putting on a stretching video on your YouTube and stretching for 20 minutes, stretching even for 10 minutes? He says specifically, and I wrote this quote down because I really it really resonated with me, don't let an old man or an old woman into your body. Don't let them in, right? Block the entryway by focusing on generating energy with intentional movement and by focusing on this second wind movement, which will help to revitalize you even more and give you more energy for your night and give you more energy and positive feelings and emotions for the next day ahead. That's the first point in the trifecta of your inner voice. When you feel better, you're going to notice that your inner voice changes. Which leads us to your nutrition. And this sounds really boring, talking about nutrition. I heavily dislike talking about nutrition because when I think about nutrition, I think about macros and proteins and fats and carbs. And that's not what we're going to talk about here today. We're going to talk about a few tips specifically that you can use to inject more life into your body, quite literally inject more life. There's three specific tools that I want to give you that will help you to do just that. And they are easy to implement. They are not boring. And again, they are very easy to do. So you can start them today, no matter what your life looks like. It's just going to take practice and discipline. And the first one is this, in order to truly digest the most in terms of nutrition, in order to truly get the most energy out of the things that you're eating and the times that you're eating them, there's something called IF, which stands for intermittent fasting. And I talk about intermittent fasting a lot because intermittent fasting changed my life. Intermittent fasting is one of the main strategies that I used aside from going to the gym three days a week and incorporating intentional movement. Intermittent fasting is what helped me to go from 260 pounds to a little bit less than 190 pounds within six months. Intermittent fasting allows me to have more focus, more energy. It allows me to feel better throughout my days. Intermittent fasting allows me to eat the foods that I want to eat and a lot of them. It doesn't mean that I'm not eating a lot. It's not like I'm portion controlling. That's very important. But I don't like the idea of a diet, right? What are the first three letters of diet? That gives you an idea of how it makes most people feel. I'm not a big fan of portion control. I love food. I love eating the foods that I want. And I love eating a lot of those foods if they are presented to me on a big plate in front of me, okay? I love food and I love eating and intermittent fasting allows me to eat the things I want when I want to while still burning fat and feeling really good. Intermittent fasting is a beautiful way in any kind of fasting routine. Whatever fasting looks like for you, whether it's something that you do as part of your religion, something that you do as part of what you've been raised as, something that you do every now and then, I like intermittent fasting because it keeps me consistent. It gives me a discipline to follow. Some people might not eat food for 48 hours and they might go on a water fast or a juice fast or a fruit cleanse or whatever it might be. I've never done any of those. I've gone one day 
without eating food, which I did not enjoy. It's like, why am I living life if I'm not going to be able to eat foods? And I understand the concept of, well, it strengthens your mental fortitude. It gives you the ability to say no to other things in life. And it's like, I completely understand the benefits. I found the intermittent fasting works the best for me. And what it is, is it is simply choosing an eating window in your day that you're able to incorporate into your day that allows you to still have energy throughout the rest of it. So as an example, I will fast for 16 to 18 hours a day. And for six to eight hours, I give myself that time to eat food. So what that looks like practically is at noon each day, I'll have my first meal. Sometimes I don't have my first meal until 1 p.m. or 2 p.m. And I'll only eat food up to 8 p.m. I'll start my day with some black coffee. I'll start my day with anything that's zero calories and I will eat my first actual meal at noon. And intermittent fasting, again, helps me to stay focused on the task at hand and it gives my body a break from digesting food. The number one source of energy that your body will require throughout your life is the energy that's required by digestion. And intermittent fasting eliminates the need for that, at least for 16 to 18 hours of your day. Now, some people only have a four-hour eating window. I'm a big fan of eight hours because, again, I like food. It depends on what your fitness goals are. And I think it's important for you to experiment with whatever works best for you. And obviously, I'm not a medical doctor. So before you take any of my advice, just because it worked for me, doesn't mean it'll work for you. I'm not condoning that you try anything different. I'm not saying it will have definite effects for you. Always consult your doctor before you try anything. There, I protected myself. Now, the second thing when it comes to nutrition is to eat as many living foods as possible. Eat as many living foods. Things like a nice big green salad. It doesn't sound that sexy, but it makes your body feel amazing, okay? My mentor, Dai, he says to me, whenever any of my clients are having like a weird funk or whenever they want like a boost in the middle of their day, he says, I'll tell them to incorporate one thing. And I said, what is it? And he says, I'll tell them to incorporate a big, green, healthy salad into their day. He says it changes the way that the rest of their day goes because you're, you're incorporating living foods and nutrition into your body. You're not eating some processed meat or a processed microwave meal or something that came in a box that's been dead for ages. It's eating things that were alive. Things like fruits, things like fruit in the morning. Jesse Itzler talks about this concept of fruit until noon. And I talk about this concept in my book, Be Extraordinary as well. Eating living things before noon. And then at noon, you can start eating. It's kind of like a mixture of intermittent fasting and natural hygiene all in one. But really the goal here is eat more living things and notice how you feel as a result. Notice how much more energy you have and notice the difference in your inner voice when you begin to fast, when you begin to show restraint on the hours in which you eat. And notice the difference in the the inner voice once you start to eat more foods that are alive, okay? And the third thing here that really made a difference with me and my own inner voice
What's up, Be Better family? It's Brandon Eastman here. And as a thank you for tuning in to the Be Better broadcast, I want to give you a very special gift. For a limited time, you can get a free digital copy of my book titled Be Extraordinary, Your Guide to Self-Mastery. This book is packed with insights and actionable steps that will help you to unlock your fullest potential in the five key areas of your life. But that's not all. Along with the book, I also want to give you the audiobook version absolutely free. Imagine having the power to transform your life right at your fingertips and in your ears anytime, anywhere. Go grab your copy at BeBetterIndustries.com slash book. You'll also find the link in the episode show notes. Go and grab your copy and join me in making a positive impact on the world. Now back to the show. Is being very conscious of how much I was hydrating my body. The level to which I hydrated. This is so important. If you know me, like personally very well, you know that you don't see me without my bottle of water. And sometimes that bottle of water resembles a gallon. Sometimes it resembles a quarter gallon like this right here, because this is very easy to bring with me. It's made of metal, not plastic. I got rid of plastic after using it for a long time because of all the disgusting chemicals that will leak from the plastic into your water. On a hot day, I would literally taste the bottle or the gallon of water that the water was in. It was nasty. So I moved away from plastic. I got metal. But really the key here is to drink more water to hydrate yourself. And for you coffee drinkers out there who literally just start with their morning coffee and they don't even drink water until like two or 3 p.m., I know there's a lot of you and I know you exist and I know you're listening right now saying, ah, I know I need to drink more water. Listen, make it easy for yourself. No matter where you go, bring one of these with you. Bring a quarter gallon of water, a half gallon, whatever makes it easy for you to remember to drink. When you begin hydrating your body with more water, they say drink half an ounce for whatever your body weight is. So if I'm 200 pounds, I need to drink almost a gallon of water. I need to drink about 90% of a gallon of water, right? A little bit over a hundred ounces. But you know what? Start with small steps. Simply begin to be conscious of the amount of water that you're taking into your body. Water helps you to eliminate all the toxins and all the wastes that are in your body. You might notice when you're dehydrated, your eyes get kind of glazed over. You feel very lackluster. You feel very low energy. And that's because your body is literally like over 70% water. It might even be more, but I just don't know the exact stat, so I'm not going to go there. But give your body what it's asking for. Your body wants hydration. Give it some hydration and notice the difference of your inner voice when you do so. So, so far we covered energy, intentional movement, getting in that second win exercise. We talked about nutrition with intermittent fasting and incorporating more living foods into your diet. And we talked about hydration, taking in more water to give your body the nutrition and give your body the sustenance that it's looking for. Which leads us to the third leg of our inner voice trifecta, which is to rest and reflect. Like I said earlier, so many people either skip this completely or all they do is live here. 
all they do is take me time. All they do is watch the Netflix, they watch the news, they watch the TV, they're on social media, whatever it might be. There's a time and a place, and this is required in order to live an extraordinary life. This is required in order to harness and guide that inner voice and give it the language that you want it to feed back to you. You must rest. And there are several ways that I do this and I fit it into my life that works for me. And I challenge you to fit it into your life in a way that works for you. And two of these I do every single morning. It's a non-negotiable for me. And I'll, I'll miss it maybe once a month. Maybe once a month I'll forget to do this or I'll choose not to do this because it's a busy morning or I got a late start or whatever it might be. The first thing is I always, always read. I'll always grab my book. It's on my end stand when I wake up every morning and I'll read at least 10 pages of a nonfiction book to feed my mind with information, to give my mind something to think about as soon as I wake up for the day. As someone I heard recently said, it allows me to borrow the thoughts of people who are playing the game at a higher level than me. It allows me to borrow the thoughts from people who've been on this journey longer than me. It allows me to learn what took someone decades to complete. It allows me to learn that decade of knowledge and experience in less than a week, because I'll generally read one book every single week, maybe a week and a half, depending on how big the book is. So read, learn new things, educate yourself. It will give your inner voice something different to think about. And every morning after I make my coffee, every morning after I read, at least 10 pages from a nonfiction book, I will then grab my journal and I will write in my journal. Now, from working with some of you and from working with many different people, I found that a lot of people like to journal. Journal is something that will simply make you feel good. If you haven't really taken it up as a practice, give it a shot, right? I have a journal and a notebook with me wherever I go. I have a special journal for my resting and reflecting process every single morning. It's a nice purple journal. It was like 20 bucks on Amazon. It's a nice desk book or a, a nice desk notebook that it looks nice. It's got a little ribbon that keeps my place. But I know some people like to write and journal and then they crumple it up and throw it away. My wife, Bree, she just bought a book called The Burn Book, right? It's not the one for Mean Girls, for you Mean Girls fans. Who isn't a Mean Girls fan, right? But it's a journal that asks you very specific questions that you probably wouldn't want to get out into the world. Like one of the questions is if you had to sacrifice a family member, which family member would it be, right? It's that kind of journal. It's that kind of exercise. So after you write it down, you burn it or you crumple it and you throw it away. Whatever it is, journal, whatever works for you. I have a gratitude ritual every morning where I write down at least three things that I'm grateful for. Sometimes I write down things that I'm grateful for that haven't even happened yet because I know they will happen because I believe in myself, because I feed my inner voice with material that revitalizes me, that propels me forward. So whatever your journaling looks like, whether it's journaling, journaling about the day before, journaling about what you want this day to look like, incorporating a gratitude practice into your journaling, having a burn book or having a, a journal that you write down things in and you throw it away afterwards, whatever it looks like, reflect with a journal. It will make a drastic difference for you, for your morning, 
or for your night or whenever you decide to incorporate it into your schedule. And then something else I do that allows me to reflect is I'll take a walk in nature. Regardless of the elements, regardless of the weather, if it's raining out, I'm not like jumping up and down to get out there, but I still make an effort to because walking in nature is one of the most peaceful things that you can do. If you live in a big city, go outside and walk, get around other people. People are nature, right? We are animals ourselves. Get around other people. It doesn't mean you have to talk to them. Put earbuds in, listen to a great podcast, listen to a great audiobook so that you can educate and learn as you're walking in nature, or simply disconnect completely. Pull the earbuds out and be with yourself. Be with your thoughts. Be with your own mind and allow the self-talk to come in. Allow the inner voice to talk, but don't just take what it says at face value. Ask questions about what the inner voice is telling you. Question it. Be aware of it. Be conscious of your inner voice and enjoy the nature as you're walking around. There's actually a study that was done with people who were experiencing severe depression. They would bring these individuals outside and they would have them take a walk each day. I think it was 30 minutes a day. They would have them take a walk outside in nature. And they would have these individuals look at the trees far away from them. They would instruct them to look at things that were far away. And within a couple weeks, a couple weeks to a month, these individuals began to experience very different experiences of life. They began having more positive experience. They began having more energy. They began feeling rejuvenated. They began enjoying more of their life. And all they did was they started to take walks in nature. Now take from this what you can begin to use now. It's all about small steps. It's all about the small daily wins that you do consistently. So when it comes to resting and reflecting, what will you commit to incorporate into your routine today? Not tomorrow. What can you do now off this list or off any of the other lists that I talked about, whether it's with it, when it comes to energy, when it comes to nutrition, when it comes to resting and reflecting, what is one thing you can take off each of the lists and incorporate into your day that will help you to curate and harness your own inner voice so that you can live a more extraordinary life, both personally and professionally. Find a way to intentionally move each day. Find a practice that allows you to eat more living foods or incorporate intermittent fasting or some form of fasting into your life. And then adopt one of these practices when it comes to reflection when it comes to resting. Because once you complete the trifecta, once you do one thing from each of those areas each day, you're going to notice a very different voice between your two ears. You're going to notice it telling you new things. You're going to notice it giving and feeding you new information. And as a result, you're going to feel better. You're going to take different actions that are going to get a much more magnificent result for you. Thanks for watching. I hope you have an incredible week ahead. And until we talk again next time, continue to be better.